Hey, what is up? My name is Funky Sam Medina, and you are tuned in to the Funky Sam Medina Show. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome. Welcome in. Take off your shoes. Make yourself comfortable. You want some tea? Um, I don't know. That's that's all I got to offer is just tea. I don't have any, any beer. I don't have any water. I just have tea. So if you don't want tea, then fuck off. Damn, that's the second time I said fuck off in a podcast today. I'm just out of control, you guys. Hey, so this is the first episode of the Funky San Medina Show. Uh, what I kind of want to do is is just like talk about my adventures, the things that I do in comedy and in life. And um, just come here and just kind of talk about it and stuff like that. Maybe have some guests on. Maybe talk about topics, right? Different topics would be fun. Um, different things. So uh, today... I'm going to talk about this comedy competition uh, that I did recently at Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale, California. So before I get into that, a little backstory is uh, Rooster Teeth Feathers is one of my favorite comedy clubs in the whole world. I love doing comedy there. Uh, It's such a nice club and it's a good location. It was very easy for me to get to it on the bus. I do apologize about this vehicle. It's going by. That's super loud. Um, it was very easy for me to get to on the bus at the time when I was living in San Jose and I didn't drive and, and, you know, I could just email them, get on a show, head on the bus and get over there and, and, and one bus to get back home again. So that was always fun. That was always fun, you guys. And, uh, I did that place a lot. I loved it there. I had a good time. I've done their comedy competition a few times and I never advanced. I've never advanced in their competition. And uh, last year, not last year, 2020, uh, we were signed up for their competition, and we were excited about it. We were getting ready to do it. We were going to pass. We had people coming to the show, because I don't think nowadays, but before, before the pandemic, uh, they give you you five free tickets. And so Athena and I were on the same night, so we had 10 free tickets, and so we ended up, you know, getting, getting, giving them away, and and uh, people were going to come. We had like 14 people coming that night, I think, something like that. And it was super special. It was on my birthday. It was 2020. Um, you know, enough said, right? The pandemic hit. The show got canceled. And uh, we never did comedy again. No, I'm only kidding. That would be very tragic if that's what happened. Um, but we didn't do comedy there again until this past week uh, in 2023, April of 2023. So three years that show that we were supposed to do got postponed. Uh, not technically. Uh, it was a whole new competition, a whole new year. And it was the first round. And we had signed up. We were there on April 19th, 2023. It was super um, It was super exciting. We were just really excited about it. You know, Rooster Teeth Feathers, they just remodeled. We haven't been there since they reopened. They were closed down for the pandemic. They were closed down for a few months after the pandemic uh, for the remodel. They had just opened up in December of 2022. So they've been open for about five months. And so I was really excited to go there again. Uh, The day of the show, which was a Wednesday on the 19th, I woke up and I was having uh, really bad back pains. My back was hurting really bad, like really bad. I worked from home, luckily, so I was able to just go to work at home. You know, I made my smoothie, I made my uh, coffee, and it was my, I was doing a sit-along that day for a, for another position, for like a promotion, and I was really trying to get through that, and I got through that, and my back was just hurting all day, it was hurting so much, like, it was really bad, it was really, really bad, and so, um, what happened, and so, 
I was I, I emailed my supervisor and I was like, hey, you know, my back hurts really bad. It's very severe. I don't know. I don't think I can finish the day. And then she was like, let me know, you know, how, you know, how's it going and stuff. And so I went to lunch. I came back from lunch. I worked another hour. So I worked five hours into my day. And I was just, I couldn't do it. I just had to go. I had to leave. Uh, my back hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. Um, I laid down. And my wife was telling me, do you want to just try to cancel tonight for Roosters? And I was like, no, we can't cancel. Uh, we had got an email from them the previous day or something that three people had no-showed the next day. So it's like, if you're not going to be there, let me know now, you know, because they don't want no-shows. And it's completely understandable. And so I was like, no, 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 no. We have to go. We have to go. I really want to go to Roosters. I want to be reliable. I want them to like me. You know, I want them to like me. And so uh, I laid down. You know, I, I left work about two hours, three hours early, um, which was like 1230, I think, 1230 my time. Uh, and so I was able to, like, lay down and... It was just uncomfortable. Everything was uncomfortable, and I just didn't like it. I didn't. I was having a good time, and I was just in so much pain. And so, fast forward to about five thirty. Uh, you know, we take showers, we get ready, we're leaving the house. We go to drive all the way down to Sunnyvale. It's like an hour and some change drive. We get to the club, and I am just, I am just so hurting. I am just like in so much pain. And all I can do is pace. All I can do is pace. That's all I can do. Um, I can't sit down. I can't stand up. I can't. Nothing. Nothing's really. I can't go to the car and lay down. Nothing has relieved my pain. It just hurts so bad. I don't know what happened. And at this point, we're thinking it's, maybe it's a kidney thing. Maybe it's a kidney stone. Like that'd be really bad. I thought maybe it's a kidney. My mom. My mom died of kidney cancer. And so I'm like, all these things go through my head, you know. I'm like, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't think her bad kidney is hereditary. I know she had kidney infections a lot when she was a kid. I don't think I ever had one. But then I was thinking maybe I did have one. You know, maybe I didn't drink enough water. Some along those lines. I don't know, you know. So throughout the rest of the day, I'm drinking a lot of water, a lot of cranberry juice. Because it might be my kidneys because it hurts so bad. It hurts. So I know... You know, maybe 10 years ago, I pulled a muscle. I was just telling my friend this. Uh, before we had a car, I would take the bus and go grocery shopping. And sometimes I would buy more things that I could physically carry, you know, whatever. And I would get back on the bus, go back home, and then have to carry all these groceries a quarter of a mile. I mean, it's not very far, right, if you're not carrying groceries. Um, but I had all these heavy groceries, and so I carried them a quarter of a mile back to our house. And it was just not good. And I, I pulled my back. And uh, I didn't go to the doctor then. And I knew I pulled my back. I knew that there was a problem with my back. I knew what it was because there was some relief. You know, there was like I could lay down in the fetal position and I'm fine. The only time it really hurt beyond belief was when I was trying to like fully stand up. Stand up and extend my back. Like stand up upright, you know. Other than that, it didn't hurt. And so I'm like, this can't be a, a back thing because... There's no relief at all. You know, even if I lay in the fetal position, I'm in pain, constant, severe pain. And so I thought maybe it was a kidney thing. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Right. Who knows? And so we're at the at the show at the at the club at the Rooster Teeth Feathers. And, you know, we pull our numbers. Athena's number four. I'm number seven. So it's like, oh, there's 16 people. And then you got to wait to the end. Because I don't know what happens if you leave early, right? Because they're going to announce the winners. Not that I'm going to win. And spoiler alert, I didn't win. And so 
I'm in so much pain. I'm in like I can't even describe how much pain I'm into you. I'm in to you. I don't know what I'm saying right now. And I spent most of my time outside because, like I said, pacing, pacing, pacing. Plus, it was so fucking hot in that club. It was so hot. I just, I felt like I couldn't breathe and I was in so much pain. Like, the pain was excruciating. It was, like, extreme. Like, it was just, like, just no, at all, an, an, I can't even talk. It was a whole nother level of pain. It really was. It was on a level all on its own. I don't think I've ever experienced pain that much. And then they say kidney stones feel like the male version of giving birth. So this is probably what this is, right? And so Athena's next. So I go back in there and I settle in and I get my phone and a little tripod and I set it up and I, I film, I, you know, I just, I got to do it really is just aim it because rooster teeth feathers, they have a spot where you can put your put your it's like a little tabletop tripod they have a spot where you can put your tripod put your camera whatever and it's a really good spot for recording and the sound is just incredible and it's right there and it's close enough and it's perfect it's perfect thank you rooster tea feathers for providing that spot for me to record sets um so i recorded athena set you know i'm in pain the whole time just kind of pacing around pacing around again in the back of the club pacing around i felt really bad uh pacing around the back of the club because there's not a lot of room and there's a lot of people there were 16 comics and the comedy corral probably you know it's seats maybe like 12 15 people comfortably so i guess it was you know maxed out right um Plus, there was maybe like a handful of other comics who weren't even on the show. So there's maybe like 20 comics. And so we'll say it fits fits 15 comfortably. Um, so, you know, there's 20 comics back there. Plus, um, the other part where the bar is, there's like staff walking around and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just pacing. I'm just pacing. I'm just pacing. I felt so bad. I'm just pacing. Like, I was in so much pain. I'm sorry, Rooster Teeth Feather staff, if you're listening to this. I'm sorry that I was probably in your way. I asked for a lot of water. I was worried about my kidneys it was just a lot was going on in my mind uh I, the, the the comedy show was the least of my worries the only thing that i had to do was make sure that i was there because i didn't want to like stand up the club and even if i was did a shitty performance at that point i didn't care uh but anyway so i filmed athena's set and it went off without a hitch she did her set it was fantastic we moved on with our lives you know, I waited a few more people. She was fourth. I was seventh. The guy before me was on. I set my, my camera up and I filmed my set. And, you know, of course, I went to the host, Aurora Singh. Great job hosting Aurora. I went up to the host, Aurora Singh, and I was like, hey, um, can you introduce me as Funky Sam Medina? And she said, absolutely, I will. So she did. She came up. She said, ladies and gentlemen, Funky Sam Medina. And I came up. I did a pretty good set. Like, it wasn't the best performance of my life, but I filmed it and it, I got a lot of laughs and i delivered well I, I i mean you you can't tell in this video but i am in the most amount of pain i've ever been in my entire life uh but the the you know it was like it was like they talk about eddie guerrero you know and the, how eddie guerrero was always like doubled over in pain because he was in so much pain but then as soon as he went to, he went to that curtain he was fine and then as soon as he came back to the curtain again, he was doubled over in pain again. That's how I felt. Like, I'm like, oh, I hurt so bad. Oh, I hurt so bad. Oh, that's all I could focus on. That's all I could think about. It's, I couldn't get anywhere else. Oh, I hurt so bad. I hurt so bad. Funky Sam Medina. Hey, everybody. What is going on? I have this little video that I made. It's like five minutes and it's perfect because I didn't have a video to send to bookers. So now I do. 
And I don't have to tell them I was in pain. They don't have to know, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the set wasn't the best set, but it was a pretty darn good set to showcase my abilities and what I can do and my punchlines and my deliveries and things like that. So, you know, I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to set the world on fire with this with this five-minute promo set, but I'm definitely going to give you a taste of what I can do, and you're going to you're gonna like me, hopefully, after you see it. I've sent it to a few bookers already. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm crossing my fingers. Hope they got some good shows uh, in the near future. And so I filmed our sets. Uh, we stayed till the end. You know, I went outside. I saw uh, British John. I haven't seen British John in a while. Uh, John Garside. It was good to see him. And uh, we were able to talk a little bit. He gave me, he actually gave me a really good piece of advice. Uh, there's a joke that I have and I have a tag on it. And uh, the tag, he said the tag has got to go. You know, the joke is really good. It's brilliant. It's Bill Hicks-esque. Thank you very much. Um, but the tag on it wasn't good. So my comedy style, just to kind of like in a nutshell for you, I guess, if you don't know me or don't know my comedy style is I, I lay, I put, I, I put the dots there. I put a dot there, I put a dot there, and I put a dot there, and then you connect them yourself as the audience, and then you go, what is he, oh, right, and so the whole point of my comedy is for you to get it, <laughs> I heard one time, like, this is like 2012 maybe, uh, somebody told me, uh, the reason why I love your comedy is because it makes me think. And I never thought of it like that. I never thought my comedy makes people think, but like it really does. It really does. Um, I, I know. I'm sure sometimes you can see my, my punchlines coming from a mile away, but the times that you don't, the times where I'm like this and this, and then boom, hit you with the punchline. It's unbelievable, you know. And so uh, that's my joke style. So I dot 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 i'll just say the <laughs> the fourth one and then you connect the dots and then you get it and then we all just experience that together like you know what i mean like i'm not just telling you a joke i'm giving you the parts of a joke and you're connecting them yourself so it's it's like a connection that we're we're having in a way um if that makes any sense anyway so after my set at roosters I went outside and I threw up in the bushes. I threw up because I was in so much pain. Like I, I can't, I can't describe how much pain I was in, you guys. And so I'm like, it's probably just a pulled muscle. It's probably just a pulled muscle. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. But it's so bad. It hurts so bad. I just basically waited outside for the rest of the night. Um, the show came to an end. And they're like, you're a headliner, folks. While we, while we, because they, you know, they called all of us back on stage, like, oh, this person, oh, this person, oh, this person. So the fans can, the audience can vote, you know, for the top three. Uh, There's actually a top four. Neither one of us made it into that, but, you know, whatever. Um, I got, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, So they called us back on stage. I went in there and then I went right back outside. And I was talking to this guy outside named David. And, uh, He's a young guy. He's like in 20, he's like 24. You know, I've been doing comedy like over like 12 years, 13 years now. And um, I'm not taking anything away from him. But the reason why I say that is because he didn't know who this guy was. He never heard the name before, which I don't blame him because he's a young guy. Um, I go, do you know who's headlining? And he goes, oh, yeah, Joe Kloss, Joe Kloss, uh, something. And I go, oh, shit, Joe Klossick is here? And he goes, yeah, he's been in the back the whole night. 
And let me tell you something, people. I have experienced this video on YouTube. Go watch it. Go find it. It's like over, it's like 13, it's as old as my comedy career, okay? It's called Joe Klossick versus the Heckler. And he invites his heckler on stage and he just fucking crushes him. And he gives the heckler, like, don't ever give a heckler the microphone. He gives a heckler a microphone and he's like, you do it. And the fucking dude fucking bombed. And this guy, it was really funny. It was hilarious. I love this video. I should go watch back and watch it. It's been a while. Joe Klossick, because of that video, because of his Bay Area lore, he's a legend. I have never seen the guy in person. I've never seen him perform. I've never seen anything. I've just heard the lore of him, and I've seen that video, and I'm a huge fan of this video, and I've seen it over 10 years ago. And I'm like, holy shit, Joe Klossick is here? I went inside the building. They're like, uh, I'm sorry, Aurora, for calling you out. Uh, the host, Aurora, was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, John Klossick. And I was like, who the fuck is John Klossick? And I went back outside. And I'm like, well, I don't got time for this good fucking John Klossick, dude. And I went back outside, and then it was him. It was Joe Klossick, and he's on stage. And I'm like, holy shit, Joe Klossick, is he here right now in front of me? I went back inside, and I told Athena, I was like, hey, is that Joe Klossick? And she's like, yep, that's Joe. And I was like, holy shit, dude, Joe Klossick is here? And he was fucking doing it, and he was performing, and he was telling jokes, and I was in so much pain. I went outside. I'm sorry, Joe. I like I've been wanting to see him for over ten years in person. It was a treat. Like Brewster's always has like the greatest headliners. Shanti headlined a show we were on one time. Fucking uh, Jimmy Jimmy uh, Gunn headlined a show we were on one time, and I really wanted to see Jimmy Gunn. That was when like when he was like really like legendary and he wasn't performing very often and everything that was incredible. I seen him there twice. I love Jimmy Gunn. R.I.P. Buddy. Um, but Joe motherfucking classic headlined a Rooster Teeth Feather show that I was on and I was in too much pain to even stop and pay attention to. I tried. I tried like three times to go in there. For one, it was really hot. I think just because of my my, my pain, I just couldn't get comfortable. And I think just my body was just going kind of haywire. And um, it hurt so bad. It just hurt so bad. And I went back outside. And the show ended. Uh, the people won congratulations uh i'll tell you what though on the way in i didn't even think about this i was wearing my corn sweater and i had to pee really bad so i got there like maybe five minutes before the doors opened up and there was you know a couple people hanging out outside i talked to uh my homie uh johnny rios out there for a few minutes and then the doors opened and we we're kind of like lined up like you know five or eight of us were lined up to go in and i'm standing outside and uh i'm wearing my corn sweater it says corn in the background and I hear the dude behind me uh, say, that's why I'm wearing my corn hat. And then I was like, what? Who the fuck's wearing a corn hat? And I turned around, and this dude right behind me was like telling his friend, he's like, dude, my corn hat's fucking dope. And I go, hell yeah, it is. And I fucking gave him a fist bump. Uh, and then as I was going in, I heard him behind me saying, uh, Ruben Escobedo. And I was like, oh, shit, I know that name. I never met Ruben in person, but I know the name. Uh, so I was like, I went to the bathroom and stuff and I came back out and I was like, dude, you're Ruben Escobedo. It's good to fucking meet you in person. Fucking corn, dude. Corn, hell yeah, motherfucking corn. Uh, dude, corn all fucking day, you know? And so, uh, the reason why I brought that up was because Ruben, Ruben was one of the people that advanced. So fuck yeah. Uh, it's the corn hat, Ruben. It's the corn hat. Uh, so anyways, we didn't advance and we had about an hour drive home and we were going home and 
Uh, I don't even think we ate anything yet at this point. Maybe we ate. I think we ate a little bit before we went to Roosters. And so we, uh, we're going home. We have like an hour drive home. And I am in the most pain. I just am in so much pain. So much pain. It's just, it's peaking. It's crazy. It's insane. And I feel like, should we go to the emergency room? And I'm like, no, no, we shouldn't. Because I don't want to go to the ER, you know. And then as we're driving, I'm like, maybe we should. I have insurance, you know. Like, we can go home, but then the nearest emergency room is in a 20-minute drive. Can I make it? What if something is really wrong with me? And I just, I wasn't sure. And I looked up emergency rooms, and there was one that was in San Leandro, and it was on our way home. And so I went to the emergency room in San Leandro, and... Uh, at first I told her, I told Athena, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go in there and just kind of like scope out the scene and I'll let you know, you know? So I went in there and, uh, I, I, I saw this guy sitting down filling out paperwork and, you know, like when you see like the, the emergency room on TV, you, you know, you think about like, they gave me a clipboard and I had to give all my information and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could not handle that right now. I could not handle filling out a fucking form right now. So I texted her and I was like, Hey dude. Uh, you might want to come in here because I probably need you to fill out some forms. And then, so I, so then I told the guy, um, I forget how I came up. This is a security guard there or whatever. And I was like, Hey, my wife's coming in. And he goes, Oh no, she can't come in right now. Um, you'd get checked in, get seen first, figure out what's going on. And if you get admitted to the hospital, then she could come in. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? And so I was like, what about the paperwork? He's like, what? Like, the paperwork. What about the paperwork? And I pointed out the guy. I felt stupid, but I'm like, that paperwork. He's filling out paperwork. What about the paperwork? And he was like, are you a Kaiser member? And I was like, yes. He's like, don't worry about it. They just need your Kaiser card. And I was like, oh, well, thank goodness for that. You know, I'm all fucking stressed out and just fucking crazy, you know. So I get in there. Um, and they check me in. And I just have this blower back pain. And I go to the corner. These two ladies are there. And... They're like, step on the scale. And I was like, I can step on the scale, but neither one of us is going to like what it says. And then she's like, oh, we don't care. Just step on the scale. And I was like, all right, whatever. And so I, I did that. And then they're like, you know, what's going on? And I described my pain and everything. And then one of the ladies in the ER, in the emergency room waiting room, told me that's too high to be kidney stones. That's too high to be kidneys. Your kidneys are really low, almost right above your butt. And so if that's where your pain is, it's definitely not your kidneys. And I should have just said thank you and walked out of the room at that moment and just took her advice, but I did not because that was so much pain. I was in the back of this fucking waiting room, the back of this ER room, pacing back and forth. They wouldn't let Athena in for like an hour, just pacing and pacing and pacing and pacing. I would stop every once in a while and I would just be like, oh my gosh. And then I came to the point where um, I was like, I have to throw up again. I was in so much pain. I told the guy, I'm like, I think I might throw up. He gave me this little barf bag or whatever, uh, which is funny because that had my company's name on it because I work for, I sell uh, I sell uh, medical supplies. And so my company that I that I work for, the name's on the little this little barf bag that I that I had anyway so I'm sitting there and I'm just I'm I threw up into the bag right and then the lady comes over to me who originally told me that it can't be your kidneys she goes what is going on you coming here with back pain and now you're vomiting I'm like I don't know dude I don't know it's just the pain is so intense it is so intense that I'm throwing up because I'm in so much pain and then she walked away and that nothing really came of that and so then 
I get called into uh, the back room, right? Into the emergency room or whatever. I don't know. And so I'm in this room. It's just a bed, basically. And it's like, sit down. I can't sit on the stool. So I, like, lay on the bed. I'm just, like, laying there. And I was laying there for a good 20 minutes. And then this lady came in, and she gave me this pill um, to dissolve on my tongue that, that was for nausea. Like, she's like, well, if we don't give you pain medication, we don't want you to throw it up. So here, take this for nausea. And, like, I was like, okay, I will... But, like, I want you to know that I didn't throw up because of nausea. I threw up because I am in an immense amount of pain. And, like, that was the only time, that was the first time in my life I've ever thrown up from pain. Ever. Ever. From pain. And it was twice. Like, I was so bad. Like, I can't even describe how bad it hurt. It was just insane. It was insane. And so, uh, I'm there for a while. Um... And then they and then they go okay well we're gonna move you, and into this other room right and they took me to this this big almost like a warehouse it was probably like something they built during COVID because it was this big warehouse and all these little um, I don't want to say pods because they were just like dividers up you know those like those little dividers like that you change in front of but they were plastic. And they were like these little plastic portable walls almost. So they had different little cubicles. And they just had different, you know, a patient in each cubicle. Like, I felt like shit because there was a person in the cubicle next to me uh, that was involved in a really bad car accident. They got hit on the freeway. And I'm over here with the fucking this back pain that I don't even know where it came from. And I'm writhing in pain going, oh, it hurts. Oh, 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 oh. Like, it hurts so badly. It hurts so much. And so I'm in there. Uh, these two nurses come up. And I still have this bruise on my arm because of this damn nurse. These two nurses come up, and uh, they're really nice. And they're asking me about my pain, about my back pain and everything. And I'm like, oh, this and this. And then one of them's like, oh, yeah, it's probably kidney stones. Like, based on what you described, it's probably kidney stones. Um, and I go, okay, well, how long does it take for kidney stones to go? Because I need this to end. And she's like, well, it depends, you know. It just depends a, a lot. Uh, sometimes they're even too big to pass. And I go, what do we do in that situation? And she was like, I know. I go, what do we do in that situation? She's like, oh, we have to break them. And I go, how do you break them? You hit me in the stomach with a hammer? And like her and the nurse, the other lady started laughing and stuff. I had told them, mentioned to them, you know, I went from a comedy show to the ER. I can't believe it. I went from being on stage to being in the hospital. This is crazy. And I had told them that, you know, tell anybody who listens, I guess. And so, uh, then she walked away. She was like, oh, no, she goes, well, it's a laser. They use a laser, but it's like so painful that we have to put you to sleep to do it. And I'm like, oh, great. This is something to look forward to. This is like a surgery. And and I'm like, this has to be huge, right? It has to be a huge kidney stone because it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And um, I made a post. I, I didn't mention this before. When I first got to the ER, I made a post on Facebook where I checked in and I said, like, I hope it's nothing, but I have really bad back pain. And when I'm in there, I kind of feel almost silly for making that post. Like, oh, you know, it's like people do this or attention seeking or whatever, I guess, sometimes. But I mean, I guess I have a right to do it, you know, whatever. And so, but the reason why the post was good was because my cousin Brad is a, uh, he's an EMT. He's an ambulance guy i don't know and uh he works graveyard so he's off at 3 a.m and so he saw the post he knew where i was because i checked in and he came and he popped in and 
well, actually, well, first he was like, oh, do you need to write home? Do you need to write home? You know, and I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, I'll check in with you a little later. And then Athena was waiting for me for like the, so long. So they moved me to my own room now. They moved me to my own room after the, I was in there for like two hours, right? They moved me to my own room and they're going to do a CT scan. And they're going to see the, the, the kidney stone. They're going to see this bad boy. And at this point, I get a room and I tell Athena, come in, treatment room C or treatment room three, whatever. So she comes in and they're like, nope, 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 still still can't come in, still can't come in, still can't come in. So at this point, she calls me and she's like, or texting, whatever. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I still can't come in. I'm tired. And it's like at this point, it was like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, something like this. Because we got there like at 11, so 12, 1. So it's like 1 a.m. Uh, so I'm like, you know what? My cousin said he would, he'd be willing to take me home. Um, if if he if he doesn't show up or if he can't take me home or if he can't wait for me or if, if, if I get in a situation where I need a ride home, I will call you and we'll figure it out. Just for now, just go home. And so she went home. And then apparently as soon as she left the, the hospital, she had low tire pressure and low gas alert. So she had to find uh, air pressure thing and she had to find gas and it was just a whole ordeal. But anyways, so as for me, I'm in this room and uh this lady comes over this lady and she uh you know gets me onto this well i mean i'm able to move she gets me onto this 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 uh transport chair and she takes me to a different place like across the hospital and my mad props to her because i'm a heavy ass motherfucker and she fucking pushed my ass all the way across this hospital and so we go to the ct scan place but there's already somebody in there and so we're just like kicking in the hallway and we're just chilling and uh, I was telling her about comedy. I just did a comedy show. I was just doing a comedy show, you know. She was telling me her cousin does comedy. And she found her cousin up on Instagram for me. Um, what was his name? Uh, Skinny Buff. This guy is Skinny Buff. And it's funny because I've, I've heard of him since. In the last couple of days, I've seen him on some, uh, on some comedy flyers. I saw Skinny Buff on some comedy flyers, but I don't think I heard the name before. But yeah, Skinny Buff is uh, a comic in, in the Bay Area. that Her cousin or her friend or something. Uh, which is super cool, and uh, she knows like Mario Hodge and Jay Rich and all these guys that are that are really dope in the scene. So we're just chilling there, you know, while waiting for people to to be done with the machine, I guess. Um, and then I go in and I ask her, I'm like, "Are you here for the duration of me getting this test?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm here to take you back to the room." And I was like, "Okay, great. Can you hold my phone?" So I asked her to hold my phone because I didn't I didn't know where to put it or what to do with it. They laid me on this machine. They put me in this other machine. Or they laid me on this table. They put me in this machine. And I took these x-rays, these CT scans, I guess. And then I went back to my room. At that point, she was like, did it give you any pain medication yet? And I'm like, nope. And she's like, oh, man. And I was already there for like two and a half hours, I think. And so she went to talk to somebody. Uh, and then this guy came in named Josh. And Josh was cool. He gave me some... some uh, some medication, some morphine, and a few other things in my little IV thing. And I tell you what, man, that felt great. I could just, my whole body was numb. But it was weird because I could still feel the, that spot. I could still feel that pain. Uh, it, was, it wasn't very, it wasn't, you know, excruciating. Uh, and it wasn't super, I was just laying there nice and calm and relaxed. But I could still feel it. You know what I mean? And I shouldn't have been able to even feel it. But I could still feel it. And so, you know, that eventually started wearing off and stuff. And I'm like laying there kind of in my own little world. I think I was falling asleep. I don't even know. 
And then my cousin comes comes in, and I guess he got off work early, and since he kind of knows his way around the place, he's able to find me, and, and he came in, and so we're, like, hanging out in there, and we're talking, and he's telling, you know, he's telling me stories and stuff like that about when we were kids and about family and about just different things, and it's, it's really fun just to sit there and talk to him, like, old times. I haven't seen him, my cousin Bradley, in a while, and especially one-on-one time. We haven't had one-on-one time in a, in a great while, and... We were, at one point when we were like when I was like twelve, we were like really close, you know. And that was like over thirty years ago. Um, but anyways, that was about thirty years ago. Um, but you know, we were like really close at one point. But you know, we're both adults. We both have families. It's life. Life is tough, you know. Life is tough, and uh, life is busy. And so we were able to hang out for there for the most part, and we're just kicking it. And at one point, I need to go to the bathroom. And the lady's like, no, no, no. It's against policy for us to let you get up right now because you had morphine, so you're going to get dizzy and fall, and then it's going to be just this huge mess. And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. But they wouldn't let me get up. Um, and so they made me pee in a little thing, in a little urinal thing, and it was weird and disgusting, and I did it, though. and I didn't like it. Um, but suddenly so you pee in a little urinal thing and whatever. And so... Uh, at some point, this doctor comes into the room and he's like, all right, well, uh, your CT scan show no kidney stone. You don't have a kidney stone. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, it's clean. There's nothing there. He's like, plus, you know, we they took a sample of urine that I forgot to mention at some point. Um, my sample of urine had no blood in it. And I said, oh, yeah, I never had urine, blood in my urine. And he said, well, there could even be microscopic blood, like little tiny blood you couldn't see. And we tested for that. And that wasn't there either. That didn't exist. And so it's impossible to have kidney stones and not have even a little bit of blood in your urine. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. So what is it? What is it? Why am I having so much pain? He goes, I don't know. Maybe you have, uh, maybe you have a pulled muscle. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, pulled muscle. So I go home. By the time I got home, it was 5.15 a.m. Uh, my shift started work uh, at 6.30, and so I waited until 6. I waited like 45 minutes, and I uh, I was all humped up on pain pills at that point. And I called work, and I'm like, hey, I can't work. You know, I just got home from the hospital, whatever, whatever. And so I just spent Thursday recovering trying to feel better and I was on pain pills for most of the day for all the day really and getting through the day and then then I slept and I was still uncomfortable like I still just had this dull pain and I just couldn't get it to go away um even though I was on these pills and whatever and so Friday comes around the next day and so I get up early I got up like not early like late for what I was supposed to get up but early in the morning and and I got up late but I got up early and so I'm getting ready for work, and I go to work, and I get to work on time. And, of course, I work from home. So I just have to log on, basically, to my stuff. And uh, I got I had one phone call, and I just I kept putting it on hold. And I just, I, I was like, can I put you on a brief hold? And she's like, yeah. And I walked around my bedroom went, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even get through that call. And so I called one of the managers, and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I really tried. I only worked for 15 minutes that day. And it was it was it was excruciating. It was hurt so bad, and so I emailed my my supervisor, my lead, because they weren't in yet. I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I tried to come in. It really couldn't work. You know, I still didn't know what was going on. And I'm taking more pain pills. And I'm laying in bed, and it just hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. 
it hurts so bad and I finally fall back to sleep and I sleep for a couple hours and I wake up and I'm in just so much pain I take these pain pills and like I can tell that I'm on pain pills and I can tell that my body is numb but it just hurts still it just hurts really bad and I'm like this isn't right this isn't what's supposed to happen so I called my doctor and I'm like hey um I didn't talk to the actual doctor. I talked to like, you know, another person, but I'm like, Hey, um, I have this medication that I'm taking for pain and it is not suppressing the pain. I still feel it. Like, I don't know what is going on. This stuff is not working for me. I don't know why. I don't know why. So Friday, um, I, I made another phone appointment, but like, what, what are they going to do? You know? So I, I called, my, so then I talked to my doctor's office and they told me that they, she's prescribed like a muscle relaxer for me, which I haven't gotten to pick up or anything. And um, and so I'm just I'm in so much pain, so much pain, so much pain. And um, yeah, where am I going with this? So Friday, I just I don't know, you know. There's a there's a GCW show on and everything, and I get out, I I get over to the uh, to the pharmacy and I. And I'd be like, hey, I didn't check in, but like they told me to be ready. And they're like, oh, you got to check in. It's going to be like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, I wasn't just too much pain to wait 20 minutes. We went to the store real quick. And then when I came back, the line was super long. And so we just went home. And I was like, we'll go tomorrow. And uh, we went there yesterday on Saturday. And it was closed. And I was like, fuck. They're only open during the week. So that means I have to wait till Monday to get any more relief. You know, but I was okay because I felt like the pain pills were working. I just, I don't know, you know, it just, they just, they were, but they weren't at the same time. And I was just in pain all weekend, all Friday, all Saturday. And what did we do Saturday? We were going to go to the pet food store on Saturday because they had placed an order, but I was just too much pain to go. I just couldn't do it. And so we wake up on Sunday morning. And I wake up like 6.30, like super early in the morning. And I'm having this dream or something where I'm like, I feel like I'm trying to take a shit. Like I wake up, like, I'm sorry if this is gross to you. I wake up, I feel like, because it takes me a couple of seconds to realize what I'm doing or what's going on or just life, you know. And so I feel like, I feel like I'm trying to take a shit. Like I wake up trying to take a shit or something or my dream, I was trying to take a shit or something. And then I come and I'm like, oh man, do I have to take a shit really badly? And so I, I hightailed to the bathroom. And I'm not going to give you too much gory details, but I proceeded to, like, to go um, so much, so much, so much. And uh, I knew that wasn't all of it, but I knew that I was done, and it was very painful. Uh, I had abdominal pain. I have had abdominal pain this whole time, and I guess I didn't really realize it. I don't know. And I'm like, one of the things that I really said to myself in the emergency room is if I have muscle, if I have a pulled muscle, then why do I have abdominal pain? You know? And, uh, so it hurt me, you know, my abdomen, whatever was coming out. And then I was like, Oh man, that was crazy. That was crazy. And I, uh, uh, I, uh, went back to sleep and then I woke up like two more hours and I just, I went more to the bathroom more. And then I realized, I was like, oh man, was I just constipated? Was that constipation? Like, was that just a bunch of shit that's built up inside me? Just, 
I when when did I shit last? And I don't remember if I did not shit in the last couple of days, uh, but I was in so much pain that I don't remember. I think I did, but how could I have if if I had that much built up inside me? And it was to the point where it was a lot, and maybe whatever it was in was gonna burst because it was so much. It didn't though, luckily, and uh, it was pushing against other organs. Maybe I don't know. Maybe pushing against my kidney. I don't know, but it was really bad, and I think it's over now. I haven't felt any back pain at all today. I haven't felt any abdominal pain. In fact, my stomach was hurting the last couple of days. But like the abdominal pain and the stomach pain, it didn't bother me because my back hurt so much that nothing else really bothered me. Um, but here we are, man. Six hundred dollar ho- uh, hospital copay later, and uh, I think it was either a pulled muscle or or, or constipation or a combination of both. Uh, But here we are, Monday morning, coming up soon. It's Sunday night right now. And um, I have an interview on Monday for a promotion. And I'm really excited about it. And it looks like I will be good. I'll be good to go on Monday morning, which is great. Great news because, you know, it's cool to have a weekend off. But, you know, it's hard when you're in pain the whole weekend. I'd rather work and not be in pain than be off and be in pain. Uh, But, yeah. So this morning, after I did all those poops, uh, I did another comedy show on Zoom. It was uh, called Comedy in English. I was invited on the show by my good friend Pratik Srivastava. Uh, We do a wrestling podcast together called The Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast with me, Pratik, and uh, musician off the band leveled Xavier Vacuna. So go check out The Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I did that. It was a lot of fun, uh, the show this morning. That I did the the comedy in English show. It was a Zoom show, so I didn't have to go anywhere, which was cool. I had my little comedy book next to me with my jokes, my you know my little set list in it, and I did like ten minutes of comedy. I think I was supposed to do more, but then like there was these Zoom bombers, and they started like opening their cameras, and I'm like, oh wait, there's a bunch of people like turning their cameras on and off. Maybe that means I'm supposed to get off the stage, and so I just I wrapped up. It was like eight and a half minutes, and so I wrapped up at about ten, and uh, it was a good time though. It was a good time. I feel like. Uh, I feel good about it, you know? I do. I feel really good about it, uh, about the set I did today online. And it's on Twitch or something, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, super fun. Comedy in English did, did a good 10-minute set on there. Uh, got my got my tape from Rooster Teeth Feathers. I've been saying that to bookers. I didn't win. I didn't advance to the next round, but I feel like I advanced in my comedy life uh, because I got a really good video from it. A video that I can send to bookers and I have been sending it to bookers and uh, I hope they watch it and hope they book I really hope they book me I really want to do like all the comedy shows I want to do comedy shows everywhere I want to do so many comedy shows I want to just be everywhere I want to do everything I want to do all the shows I want to like be one of those people that are like look at my shows for this month and it's like all these fucking shows and you're like holy shit I want to be one of those people you know I feel like I have the experience I've been doing it for over 13 years I've worked at a comedy club for over two years as security like you know i i'm funny i have a good stage presence and i felt like i finally found my voice in comedy which it's the same voice i've always had but like i finally am in my groove and it took a long time to get there but like i'm more confident than i've ever been on stage so that's exciting plus i could do comedy uh full of shit and and super amounts of pain i just found that out this past week um, I have a couple of shows coming up. I'll be at Retro Junkie in Walnut Creek on uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you for the 90s throwback show I'll be hosting. Athena will be on that show as well. 
and I'm going to be doing May 6th and on Saturday. I'm going to be going up to Sacramento, doing comedy in Sacramento for the first time ever. Backyard Funnies, put on by Jesse Rivera. It's going to be a great show. Amazing lineup. Athena's on that show too. So if you're near the Sacramento area, come see me there. Come see me at Walnut Creek. Come see me everywhere. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. We're going to do comedy shows. We're going to have laughs. We're going to take shits. We're not going to take shits. But like, maybe I can make this into a joke. Uh, this whole experience. I don't know how, but maybe I can. Uh, hit me up. Let me know if you liked the episode. If you thought it was great. If you thought the climax uh, was shitty. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love you guys. Hey, thanks for listening. If you made it this far to the podcast, you're A-O-fucking-K in my book. Uh, follow me on, on social media, at Funky Sam Medina, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Venmo, all that fun stuff. I will be there. Just go ahead and send me, you know, 20 bucks. And uh, yeah, on Venmo. I'm just kidding. I mean, you can, but I'm just kidding for the most part. Uh, book me, book me, book me, book me, book me on shit. Book me on shit. Book me on shit. Did I say that enough times? Book me on your shit. I'm going to make an episode where I just say book me on shit for like 45 minutes. Book me on shit. Hey, book me on shit. I'm going to start calling people and then with the answer. I'm going to put them on speakerphone. And be like, hello. Be like, hey, book me on shit. And then I'm going to hang up. Uh, we'll do that. We'll see how, how far that gets me in the comedy world. I'm just kidding. Uh, but thank you very much for listening to the first episode of the Funky Sam Medina Show. Um, I'm sorry, you know, if anybody's listening to this for my work. <laughs> I'm sorry that I called in sick. And if it was constipation, uh, but I was in super amounts of pain. I was in so much pain. Um, there's no way I could have focused on anything. And I know, like, I, I, I give first class, top-notch customer service, and I couldn't do that in that situation, you know. I was in so much pain. So sometimes I have to focus on me a little bit. And this weekend was one of those times. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Peace, motherfuckers.